this episode, Rag and Court Talk have a special guest. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast, Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight we'll be talking with Hiro Kanagawa, who can be seen alongside Joel Kinnaman, James Perfoy, and a talented bunch of cast members in the latest Netflix original series, Arctic Carbon. We just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? You can find me on Twitter at JenDev, and he's BradZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Also, check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. And you know what else you can find on Facebook? You can find us, like, a couple of times. Uh, if you are a Van Helsing fan, uh, we have a Van Helsing Facebook group. A bunch of great people over there. Some of the actors do drop by and drop cool stuff in there as well. Uh, so if you are missing Van Helsing, just stop on by and see what might be just sitting around uh we have a brad and court talk pure fandom podcast group where we talk about basically everything under the sun whether it be altered carbon or whatever show we have to be watching or whatever movie is about to come out like black panther next week yes so come on over and join us but tonight we are talking about altered carbon yes we are and it's amazing and we have like i said that very talented actor mr hiro kanagawa thanks so much for joining us tonight hero we really enjoy the show and we're glad to have you with us my pleasure. Thanks for having me. No problem. Can we ask you, how did you get involved in this project? Uh, I auditioned, as, uh, as I do, for any project. Uh, but it was a fairly uh, simple process this time. You know, many projects, uh, there, there's a, a callback or multiple callbacks. And uh, I think uh, there were some producers who knew of my work, so it was just the one audition. And... Uh, Bingo, bango! I got the I got the gig. Well, you have been in a whole lot of stuff out there. I mean, we see you in everything. Yeah, I've been fortunate uh, up here in Vancouver. You know, there's a lot of a uh, lot of production up here, as you know. And um, you know, I've uh, I guess over the years I've uh, established myself as a go-to guy for certain kinds of roles. And uh, yeah, and then that's worked out for me. Awesome. So what can you tell us about Captain Tanaka? Is he a good guy or is he a bad guy? You know, he's a good person in a bad world. And uh, I think ultimately he is a very decent guy. He's a good guy. Uh, He wants to be a good guy, shall we say. But uh, if you watch the show, you know that the world is actually run by this elite of super... Uh, rich and uh, powerful meths, Methuselahs, who are immortal because of their wealth, because they're able to clone themselves and so on. And uh, he's kind of uh, on the dole. He's at their beck and call. And so he's a very compromised good person. You know, he's uh, he's conflicted. Did you perform any background research about the series before getting the part? Yeah, you know, I read the book to get background information about my character, only to discover that uh, Captain Tanaka is not in the book. And that's the great thing about the series, is that while it is the book and the universe of the book, uh, it has expanded that universe and the story. So there's, even for people who are familiar with the book and are fans of the book, I think that they'll they'll find a lot of uh, surprises um, and uh, a lot to be, you know, compelled by in the series, including my character. 
And that was actually one of my follow-up questions on that, because Captain Tanaka is not in the uh, novel. So no. when you went out for this part, did they provide any background to this character, or are you creating the background in order to get into the part for him? There's a, you know, there is a brief character breakdown that accompanies any, uh, any audition, but then the rest of it certainly is in conversation with producers and writers and directors. I'll tell you a, one interesting detail about Tanaka, which ultimately didn't make it on screen, but when I originally auditioned for the part, the breakdown for the character said that he spoke with an Irish accent. So presumably at one time there was uh, some backstory where uh, someone, you know, an Irishman, presumably, you know, was, uh, was, you know, put into Tanaka's sleeve, into the sleeve of someone who had Japanese ancestry. And uh, that went away before I even auditioned. But uh, I actually started preparing just in case it came back. So, you know, if, if they wanted to go with Tanaka having an Irish accent, I was uh, definitely ready to go there. And that makes sense, too, because we know our, our lead character, uh, Takashi Kovac, he is he was put into the sleeve like everybody else. You, you switch sleeves and you become a different person because he has this nicotine habit now because of the sleeve that he, he's in. That's, that's right. That's one of the fascinating aspects <clears throat> of the universe. People can be re-sleeved. Uh, they can change sex. They, you know, a young person might be re-sleeved into a very old body and vice versa. You can change ethnicity. Uh, and, you know, obviously that's, that's very, that can be very disconcerting. And, uh, and, you know, different characters deal with that in different ways. So do you have a different approach for getting into character for projects that aren't quite grounded in our reality, but, you know, veer more into the sci-fi with the sleeves and everything? You know, I think that it's the, the less the story and the universe are, you know, the less they, they are relatable in terms of our actual world the more you have to be in relationship in in personal human relationship with the other characters and so that's what i found is 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 the most uh guaranteed way of getting into character and being in a universe is being in relationship with your fellow actors and on in the case of altered carbon i was very fortunate to uh have really good chemistry and a really good working relationship with Marta Higarita, who plays Ortega, who is my subordinate in the show. And I, and, and I have a lot of scenes with her, as well as with Tamara Taylor, who plays uh, the lawyer, Umu Prescott. And, uh, you know, just my relationship with, with those two women was uh, was really good. And I think, you know, hopefully that's the chemistry that, that shows up on screen. And from what I've seen so far, I'm only halfway through it, but yeah, I'm seeing that chemistry showing up too. Excellent. I'm I'm glad. So what would you say is your biggest challenge in playing this character? I would say, uh, as you've intimated, the character is not in the book, and there's a lot of backstory. There's, uh, there's some hints that I had a relationship with Ortega's father, 
who uh, was also a cop and uh, I think probably died in the line of duty. Uh, so there's backstory that is not written. It's subtext. And uh, as an actor, I have to make that subtext uh, real for me. I have to, some things I have to make up, you know, in consultation with producers. And I have to find a way to make that backstory alive, even though it's not articulated on screen. And that's always a, a challenge because uh, you don't want to get you don't want to get bogged down in something that the audience is never going to see and never going to understand. But at the same time, you want the audience to feel like the character does have uh, a life with roots that extend beyond what they see on screen. Right? You want to you want you want the audience to believe that this character has had a past and a life that extends beyond the boundaries of the screen. Does that make sense? Definitely. Yeah. Now, you talked earlier about uh, chemistry between some of the different characters. Like, what was it like being on set for the show? This was a career highlight for me. It was, uh, it was such a pleasure being on this show uh, because of... Everything about it was just top-notch from the production values, the writing, the A-list cast that was assembled, the A-list directors who were brought in, the uh, generosity of the producers and the other actors. Uh, I, don't have, I, I, I don't have a single memory of working on this show that was uh, unpleasant. You know, everything about this was a uh, was a pure joy. And how do you think this show will separate itself from other shows on Netflix and other shows on cable television? Well, you know, it dropped about a week ago, and I think that it's all it already has from the feedback that I've received from the reviews, just from the general buzz that's out there about the show. I think it already has separated itself. Uh, again, as I mentioned, because of the production values, which are extremely high, they're at, uh, you know, A-list feature film level production values. Yeah. Uh, but also other things about the show, you know, it's dedication to diversity. Um, many characters in the book were expanded for the series uh, so that, Actors with diverse backgrounds could have larger roles to play. There's that, and then I think that the uh, the handling, the way the that that uh, certain themes about uh, exploitation, human trafficking, uh, the way they're handled and talked about, it's not just an action-packed thriller that you know provides eye candy for uh for an audience there's some themes here the dystopian themes that i think uh really make it more than just an entertainment and that's yeah, a big, big thing that i noticed about the show also is is the production values are amazing and it takes you into the future world where you know where you can be received into a different body it's there's some people who like the meth the methuselahs they are they hold a different 
space in uh, in society than the rest of everybody does. So you have the other people that are down on the down in the uh, lower streets that are just basically disposable characters. I mean, disposable people, and that's the way they're mm-hmm. treated. And it's just, there's a lot going on in the show. And if you haven't seen it, people, you really need to sit down and watch it. Because it's, I mean, it's a really, it's going to draw you in. You're going to get sucked in within the first episode. Absolutely. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a very, it's a world that's set hundreds of years in the future. But let's face it. I mean, we can relate because we, we ourselves live in a world with a 1% of super wealthy and they don't always look out. You know, as we know, they're not always looking out for our interests, the rest of us down here on the ground. So there's a lot of things about the show that I think uh, reflect current reality. Oh, absolutely. Um, That was uh, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, You talked a little bit earlier about the diversity within the show. That's something that we've talked about in the past, me and Brad, about like how some of the different sci-fi shows today, like women has, they have such a big role and we have to see all these different diverse characters come together. And like, it's, it's like our, 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 the future we continue to picture for ourselves, it's diverse and no, we don't want the dystopian part of it, but we want to be able to overcome the dystopian part of it. Is that something than you've um, you've seen happen with different sci-fi shows that you've been involved with. In terms of uh, not just being dystopian, but showing a way forward. Yes. Is that what you're asking? Yes. You know, I I think that that uh, the really interesting thing about Altered Carbon is that, as you say, it's not just doom and gloom. It's it isn't just. Uh, a future that is horrible and there's no way out. I think that, you know, I don't want to give away too much of uh, how the show ends, but um, I think that uh, there is a lot of, uh, especially uh, the female characters, there's a lot of uh, exploitation and abuse, obviously, of uh, in the sex trade that's depicted in the show. But by the end of the show when when you think about how that story resolves and who resolves that story uh i think that altered carbon uh actually has quite a hopeful message you well, know as compared as compared to something like let's say the classic of the dystopian genre 1984 you know, you you know. I'm sure many of us read 1984 in high school or college, and uh, there's no rainbow or silver lining at the end of 1984. But uh, I think that viewers will maybe find uh, reason to be hopeful at the end of Altered Carbon. Yeah, Altered Carbon does give some hope out there versus 1984. That is totally correct. <laughs> Honestly, mm-hmm. I just want to go to pose hotel and go hang out there for a while that would be my fun um (laughs) but y'all have to watch it to figure that part out so do you have any advice for aspiring actors yeah you know depending on you know i everyone if you ask 10 actors who have had sustained careers how they did it and what their advice would be i'm sure you would get 10 different answers uh everyone has to find their own way and um, my path is not necessarily going to be another actor's path. So uh, 
and you know what? I'm still I'm still trying to reach the next level uh, where uh, you know instead of playing supporting roles, I'm trying to get to the next level where I'm where I have uh, larger roles, more substantive uh, roles for myself. So I'm still in the same process, you know, as I'm an aspiring actor myself. And I think we always have to aspire. Uh, when you stop aspiring, that's when, you know, you may as well pack it in. Definitely. So um, I got to ask, is there anything that you could tell us about your upcoming project, Snowpiercer? Yes. Uh, Snowpiercer, once again, another huge production with huge production values uh a-list cast a-list director and uh another dystopian universe uh some some of your listeners might be familiar with the film Uh which came out a few years ago with chris evans and tilda swinton uh it's set on a train that circles the globe after the world has been plunged into an ice age and uh, all the survivors live on this train, the Snowpiercer, which is stratified into different classes. You know, the wealthy first class live in the front, and then at the back of the train are uh, the underclass living in poverty. So um, it's once again kind of a dystopian view of future society. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been greenlit by the uh, the network to go to series, so scripts are in development, and, uh, you know, we're all awaiting to see, you know, how all of that's going to play out now. Yeah, we love the movie, and, you know, if it comes out, we can't wait, because if the train stops, we all freeze and die, (laughs) and we can't have that happen, so looking forward to seeing this series. Yes, I'm looking forward to it, too. I'm looking forward to finding out what, uh, how my character uh, will continue on. I play a character called Magistrate Maki, who is uh, very much kind of one of the political leaders of the of the upper classes. Will that be out later on this year, or do you have an idea on that one? Uh, I, uh, you know, since it's been greenlit, I, you know, I'm pretty sure it will go into production later this year, okay. and then probably start airing in 2019. All right. That would be my guess. I can, awesome. I can wait for that. In a time where everything merits a reboot, what would be the show or movie that you would love to star in, and what character would you play? Oh, man, that's a tough one, you know. Uh, That is a tough one. A show or character from a reboot, you know, I would have to give that some thought, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean... What are some shows from my youth that I enjoyed? I mean, I know the Six Million Dollar Man's already, that's already coming back. It seems like everything is coming back, so it's Uh hard to pick one that hasn't come back yet. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to draw a blank on that at the moment. That's what we love to ask everybody because there's so many reboots these days. Everything gets rebooted. So many. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Some I'm happy about and some just drop it, leave it, leave it where it was. It was fine. Yeah, well. I think that's. I think we should be coming up with, with original stories. You know, new iconic series instead of trying to rehash past successes. Yeah, and, and I like, we should be coming up with our own stuff. Like, Absolutely. Like Altered Carbon, there's a lot of books out there. Yeah. Now they just yeah. transported. So, where can people find you on social media? 
Hiro Kanagawa TV on Instagram and Twitter. I also have an official Facebook page and uh, a website, HiroKanagawa.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We were very happy to have you with us. Um, we're loving Altered Carbon, and as you could tell, we cannot wait for Snowpiercer. Great. No, it was my pleasure. Thanks so much. All right. Yeah, thank, I can't wait to finish watching Altered Carbon and see how this ends up for you. All right, man. All right. Hope to see you next season when it comes back. Hopefully it'll come back. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah, great talking to you. All right, great talking to you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. That was an awesome interview. If you haven't seen it yet, you really need to go watch Altered Carbon. Seriously, I can't say it enough. Go watch it. Yeah, like he said, the production value on this, it's outstanding. Um, it put me in the mind of Blade Runner. Yeah, but it's not really Blade Runner. It's I mean, there's some a lot of differences between them. Well, no, like just the production oh, style. Oh, yeah, I agree with the production style. And you, and you have the, the future uh, Bay City, which was San Francisco Bay, I think, or something like yeah. that. So yeah. It's over there on the West Coast. It hasn't fallen into the water yet because of an uh, earthquake, so I guess they're safe. Um, yes. You know, the Golden Gate Bridge has seen better days, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> the Golden Gate apartment complex. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah. Hero has been in so many other things. You've never seen him in Man of High Castle, Heroes, Reborn, I Zombie, The Hundred, yada yada, yada 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 yada, a whole lot of stuff. Oh, he was in, it's it's a lot. He was also in Caprica. So say we all. So say we all. Although we did not say say we all on that show. I it's tied but, to but we'll, it. We won't get to that right now. It's tied to it. I'm still saying so say we all. I don't care. Fine. So say we all because Hilo. It's because Hilo is in Ultra Carbon. Yay. <laughs> Carl Agathon, baby. Yeah, one day we're really going to have to do a battle, uh, b- uh, Battlestar Galactica thing. We're going to pick out our favorite episodes and we're going to we're going to talk about them, or we'll do one of those like March Madness things where we'll pit different episodes against each other until we can get to the number one. I almost said Babylon Five, but I really need to get you to watch that one day too. But anyhow, you need me to get watch what Babylon Five? Just trust me on it. Trust me. All right, so we'll stop right there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for. Winona Earp, Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys. We got some Riverdale in there. Currently, we are doing the recaps for The Magicians and Channel Zero Butcher's Block. Yes. We have Krypton coming up at some point in time. Uh, yeah. That's in March, May? Yep. March is yep. one of those. Okay. Probably one, once Channel Zero goes off. You know, usually these are only like six or eight episodes. Right. I have to double check the episode count. Yeah. So go on over there to Pure Fandom and check that out. A lot of awesome writers over there also putting out some amazing work. If you have any thoughts or comments about this episode or Altered Carbon, let us know in the comments section below or hit us up on Twitter or the Facebook page. Definitely. Until next time. Remember, your sleeve can be replaced, but your stat cannot. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.